rolled it loud. It was so much fun. And I woke up like, ugh. I'm still going too hard. I need, you know, I just need like four or five nights of sleep. And then I could be like, cool. It didn't seem like we weren't sleeping. So something in the water next year, because... I want the real fire festival. Like, I want the real luxury. The lives. Where are they actually <laughs> selling these lives at? Like, right. I'll have several. I'll have a cabana because of <laughs> my ass and this asphalt was just. My, my feet still hurt low key. My baby toes. That's because you had drugs stuffed in your boots the whole time. <laughs> Which is why you always wear combat boots at festivals. This is what my soul sounds like. Uh, I don't know how, but somehow millennial cat ladies, Sydney and Lexi, were able to party for six to eight hours a day, study yoga, do photo shoots, eat greens, eat water, do drugs, scam niggas. I, I just don't know. Did, did the drugs also like extend the hours in the day too? You mean was the time on drugs? Yes, time was absolutely on drugs. Mm-hmm. We were in a time warp. It had to have been. There's no way we were up every day at seven, eight thirty o'clock. <laughs> like you know, I'm gonna do the blender. We're gonna do our herbal mate tea. Shout out to them. You know, there's no way. So if y'all hoes out here thinking that y'all just gonna do, y'all gonna live like like how we live. And you're going to do it without drugs? Congratulations. You played yourself. Clap, clap, clap. You get the dummy award of the year. Because ain't no way. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Let's get back to reality. Are you ready, Sydney? Yes, I'm back. I'm out of the time work for now. I'm like falling in this space circle, but it's paused. <laughs> Welcome to the Catnips Podcast. As always, it is your favorite cat lady. It is future Oprah. It is the first black woman to smoke a blunt in space. Your girl, Lexi. And I would like to introduce the incomparable... Sit rain. Hello, everyone. We are back from the time warp. What are we talking about today, Sydney? Well, we have to, of course, go to our Get Money Song of the Week. Uh, we have to tackle our C word of the day, which is going to help us discuss other topics that we have going on. And then we got to get to the abortion law that um, is coming back to plague and limit freedom for all. All right, let's start off light. <laughs> and work our way through because dead ass you guys we curated this episode whilst in the middle of rolling loud festival in miami how does that how does the underlined roll sound rolling <laughs> so is it rolling when it's in italics anyway we curated this episode in the middle of rolling loud so you're about to get like our truest highest selves in our best place, in our most comfortable environment, in the in the midst of complete chaos, you are going to get our best selves. So we're going to start off light and work our way in this. I am Ike Turner, and I present to you Anime. Girl, our Get Money song of the week, because we are always out here getting money, grinding, getting to the bag, pushing ourselves forward, becoming our better selves. And so this week... Our Get Money song comes from Lizzo, a beautiful plus-size black woman who has just been taking back the narrative of what it means to be 
plus size black woman in America. I love her song, Excuse Me. It's all about putting yourself first, feeling yourself, looking in the mirror like, damn bitch, I do look good. You was right. Mira, you was right. Like I thought I was wrong. I was having, I was feeling some type of way, but then I looked in the mirror and then the mirror underlined it again and told me I was right. So that's why you need to listen to Lizzo. Like her whole first little EP is awesome. And she just put out her first album, Cause I Love You. Um, so please go support that sister. She is just amazing and it's a great get money. That's what you need. That's prepping you to go get the money. Like you need that confidence. That's where it's gonna come from. And so with that being said, I need you to wake up and love yourself exactly who you are. Jam out, rock out exactly how you want to. Own all of your flaws and really and own your flaws and triple your talents. Our C word of the day is construction. So the reason why we pick construction is because it's not just a physical thing, but we're talking about the inner construction. What are you working on within yourself? How are you building your future? How are you building your personal life? Like you see people and you call them shallow because you feel like they don't have that inner depth that what you that you expect for them to have. But how do we create that inner depth? We have to construct it. Um, so tonight we're going to give you some dope ass tools to jump into, to be a part of, to really just, you know, create the life that you want to have. Awesome lives don't happen on accident. So start planning yours today. Yes, I love that. You one have to see yourself, what you see yourself in the future. And you have to construct the pathway of how to get there. And one of our previous episodes, I want to say it was in episode two of season two, we're saying that you do have to do this active work and visualize and see like the person that you are in five, six years, what are they doing? You, I mean, who knows what you may be doing, may or may not be doing, but if you see yourself maybe a professor in law, or if you see yourself, you know, owning a museum, being this curator of events, and you don't know the steps, the pathway, whatever, that's fine. As long as you see yourself, and then we can start planning and putting in that work to construct what you see. So, yeah, you got to construct the good habits, the positive attitude, um, and you have to construct a good community, a good community that's going to support you. I'm so proud of you. So we're going to be bringing up construction a lot in our podcast tonight. So stay Stay on, stay on top of it, okay? We're doing something with this. Run with it. So we just want to go ahead and tell all of our sisters that live in Ohio, that live in Georgia, that live in Alabama, to just make sure that you know how to vote. Make sure that you ain't letting nobody you don't want to have a kid with in your space. Make sure you don't have anybody in your body that you don't want in your space that's not building a better life with you and sis i want you to be comfortable with deciding what you're doing for your body because i want to be straight the fuck up with you these georgia abortion laws these extra this ohio abortion law this alabama this crazy ass alabama law that just got passed it is representative of a world that's trying to construct our rules for our bodies and we're not having that shit we're not and I is totally um is totally poverty emphasized and based is totally um 
disregarding and dismissive of women's decisions with their body and their relationships and their money and their future. Okay, it is illogical and disregards other methods to um, manage health care and and protect relationships better than what's than what they're proposing. So sis, if this ain't the time to construct your own personal boundaries for how you want to live and date and fuck and feel and how you want to become a mother, today is the day to start. Because when I tell you it's people out here that's really trying to snatch that from up under you they are right and like what makes it so scary okay no let's first start with georgia because first when it was proposed it was like this six weeks thing right so everybody was like what six weeks what do you mean because even if your period is a week late i mean that's five weeks right there right if that's a week late week two you still don't like you, i mean you still have no idea that you could or cannot be pregnant so it just goes to show you that the people who are making these laws have no clue how the woman the woman's body works and we get no pussy how it how it does anything they they just don't know and then now with the alabama one they are disregarding incest rape it doesn't matter like as long as the baby's up in you like you can't do nothing which just again just goes to show you how little the woman's body is even being considered the woman's life is being considered and also how the views of rape and incest it's really gross um and for a lot of people who may be feeling disenfranchised or not empowered one of my uh homegirls Shasara Nena posted what we could do so that we don't feel so disempowered like we like we're having our powers and freedom stripped from us she mentioned that we could donate to our local abor abortion funds sign up to volunteer at local abortion funds and clinics and um she mentioned two places that we could donate to the yellow fund or the arc southeast that's dope. So, um, yeah, just because like it's very easy now to be like, well, damn, well, what like th like this is in place and I feel like I don't have a way around it. No. Right. And it's it's really disheartening to see like we in fucking 2019 and um, it's really just disheartening to see that these laws are not considering fucking the population that's birthing you niggas. You know what the fuck? So I just it's it's really disheartening. It really is. It truly is. But ladies, stay encouraged. You know what I mean? Like, stay encouraged. You get to make the decisions over your body. And having children isn't the worst thing that's ever happened. However, if that's not the decision that you are going to make for yourself, trust me, there's a support system that's going to be able to help you through that experience. And... This isn't about logic. This isn't like like Sid is saying. This isn't about logic or reproductive understanding because the chemistry and makeup of women's bodies vary so drastically from person to person that there's no most women. Some women don't miss their periods while they're pregnant. Some women, so they would never have a missed period to even know that they're pregnant. Some women, you know what I mean? Some women's cycles last 40 to 60 days. 40 days right there, that's your six weeks. 45 days is six weeks. Right. So it's like, how do we, you know what I mean? There are so many, it's so much misinformation there. But let me put y'all on game real quick. So all you, all my ladies out here that is big mad about this shit, and in school or I don't know what I want to do with my life or I want to stand up and I don't know how this is the time to start being a part of our community this is the time to start going for Congress or state Congress or city council or whatever seat position you can get so that we can have as many seats at our table as possible 
because there's no fucking way that a room full of 25 ain't getting pussy ass men can decide what the rest of what women around the country not country but state will be able to do with their bodies yeah so sis this this our time this makes me want to shit i'm fuck around be Annalise before the end of this year playing with you know with state laws in georgia you know but Right. I'm about to have to pull out my inner Annalise Keaton and my inner Olivia Pope and just, you know, get it popping. Yep. So, sis, only fuck him if you want to. If he fits into the picture. If he can't rock with you on certain days, then it's not. We don't need the dick. We don't need We don't need the time, the energy. Please invest in a cultural uh, vibrator. A good $40 one will do you just good. But honestly, like, yeah, you're right. Like, you, like don't. And it's. And that's what people, that's what women are saying. Like you, there should be no sex for these old ass men, for these men who seem to think that they have to say so what women do. And what's sad is that women are going to keep, women are going to continue having abortions. We are not going to stop. Will it be unsafe? Hell yeah, it's going to be unsafe because a motherfucker took it out the hospital. So yes, it'll be very unsafe. But will it still happen? Yeah. Ladies, get educated on your own body. You know what I mean? About your cycles, about your reproductive health, about it's learn as much about your body as you possibly can. Because the more you understand your body, like the more you'll be able to defend it. And we coming into a battle zone. So strap up. We're not letting that rain on our parade. We still have to get it into our amazing Rolling Loud weekend. We made it. We're alive. We didn't lose anything. We did everything that we said we wanted to do. Um, it was a successful trip. So I want to just like say thank you to the people who helped us pull this off. Like people have to understand going to a festival is more than just buying the tickets especially if you're going to travel for it it's an experience you have to plan for it in advance you understand me so sid and i were planning this back in january um ticket prices shit we had to manifest the best tickets to come to us so we didn't overspend like we were we had our clothes lined up months ago um we had budgets written out for how much we were going to spend on drugs, food, and entertainment. Like, the shit was perfect. We pulled it off fucking perfectly. I want to say thank you to my community. I was, I've always been a hairstylist. Pretty much everybody who knows me and has had access to me in the last 13 years knows that I'm a hairstylist. So, I've been able, like, my relationships that I've built with my clients over the years is really what allowed us to do this. We had a future goals as condo to stay in. One of my amazing clients, Shakira, like, the super lawyer investment tycoon, like, allowed us to just come and crash at the spot. The spot was on the water. The water was on the spot. That's how close we were. Then we had SCAD. Now, if you say scad anything, you know it's going to be some dope shit on the under this world. But we had some dope ass scad photographers come out and get like 
super sexy ebony magazine cover style photo shoots for us where we were looking like (laughs) our future selves but now you know and it was just it was dope we met so many really cool random people like I really enjoyed myself how about you Sydney yeah shout out to everybody who came through and helped us this past festival weekend we had so much fun but also shout out to our motherfucking selves because Lexi and I literally planned this down like this was all an idea I screenshotted like the lineup to Lexi back in January and and just like she said we started planning getting things ready and we executed and we had an amazing time but on top of that we were also busy as shit like she mentioned we were doing photo shoots we were doing homework we were stretching and doing yoga and eating greens and we were meal prepping girl meal prepping going to the grocery store and making sure everybody was straight all in one swoop honey we had custom catnip fanny packs Ow. the ice cream joints okay that had wet wipes in it that had um allergy pills that had lip glosses that had an extra pair of socks bitch we had more setting powder and dusters and oil absorbers do you understand me when i tell you you gotta go to places with the person that's gonna rock just as hard as you are like that's how you gotta do it and i had so much fun i don't think i've ever been on a trip where i i was this busy and like excited still and just like i don't know i it was just it was amazing rolling loud shout out to rolling loud shout out to rolling loud i was trying to underline it and italic it was just so much fun like I'm still I'm I'm still tired because let's be clear Lexi and I got maybe 12 to 14 hours the whole four day four days four nights that we were there so um but it was great and on not only that but the environment like the people were great the uh, I mean shout out to the women because the women were just so beautiful we were all just so beautiful we smelled good we were glittery we were oiled up we twerked we ate like the women were just so beautiful and I feel like we set the tone for the environment like it was such a safe environment um and oh and then the men it was just so refreshing to see black men with their shirts off like whew, I needed to see it it was I like yes the men the men were yummy and so were the women so it's like okay sometimes you have to step away from social media and from the internet and from television and from fear-based entertainment right because we were in an environment where it was super warm outside so nobody was about to be like turtlenecks like it was it was no overdressing you couldn't that just wasn't an option and I think like everybody took pride in their own form of nakedness and self enjoyment and self wonderment however that worked for them you know what I mean it was so many different trends but it definitely gave me a sense of reality to buffer all of these fear-based thought processes of well you know you can't go to stuff like that because girls be getting raped and you know men be attacking women and they just do this and they do that and it was none of that like everything just seemed like mad respectful mad like 
good energy towards one another like you know no drama my bad I bumped you no you know no worries like you know my, excuse me like all of that it was it was literally no physical drama drama at it and it just challenged that 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 notion that fear-based notion that modesty equals more clothes or that safety or protection from rape is directly associated with what you wear because all the women around us seem hella safe including us so it's like and we was all like in summer fest clothes and we you ain't seen no explosive Coachella herpy cases over here you know what I mean it was just chill you know so I don't know what do you think in undergraduate my minor was in gender studies so we talked about you know a lot of statistics and um, just how women have to maneuver the sexism in the world, basically. Um, and statistically, the women who are raped, most of them are wearing jeans. So this idea that like clothes, uh, this is gonna save us, it's a lot. Nothing's gonna save us but fucking behaviors, you know? Like clothes, all these things are just, it's just patriarchy. <laughs> basically um, wrapped up telling women again like some type of control telling women how they should be dressed in order for them to be safe as if your safety is going to rely on what you have on your safety relies on others behaviors you know so I just I like for people to know that because then it takes it should take the pressure off you know like it's not it's, there's nothing unfortunately there's nothing you can do it's gonna it's a man's either gonna decide to do something to abuse or not abuse um, but that was not the case that that we ran into at all here like you know we were just happy and free and naked and it was awesome it was so beautiful okay but like in real life we gotta acknowledge the stampedes like the first two day of the festivals like there were just pop-up stampedes of people running the first two days like there were pop-up stampedes of people just running and I'm not sure if it was Florida's open carry laws coming to backbite them or some, you know, the typical Caucasian domestic terrorism or or just like kids being silly and just starting drama. You know what I mean? But like always be prepared for how you're going to interact in an environment like that. So what I appreciate about Sid and I is like every morning, like, you know, not morning, but every time we would pull up, we would know which exit we were at. We would always try to memorize where the car was for ourselves. We didn't leave it up to chance, you know, and then we would always check the exits and everything. And when we would, we would, you know, we were like, hey, if we ever get separated, what do we do? So we created a central meetup location, you know, so if we met up there, cool, this is where I'm going to be at. This is where you're going to be at. Cool. And then after that, should we not be connected? Even after that, the car is where, is where we're ultimately going to be. Don't stop until you make it to the car. And so you got to have those kind of game plans, unfortunately, dealing with mixed company. Like that's really all that it was. It was mixed company. And because this could have been a church, a yoga studio, um, the movie theater, anywhere. So always, always know your environment. Always kind of have a general understanding of the construction of the building that you're in and how it applies to you. Because um, I don't want y'all living this fear-based life that you can't go places 
or you can't go do things because there was a bad experience at a place like this in the past. But be very prepared everywhere that you are. So stay alert and have a really good time. Right. Always know where the exits are. Um, always have a meetup because you really, you just, we really just don't know. Like large groups of people just make me nervous. Um, Lexi and I were having a conversation about that also, but like, yeah, just out of nowhere, like people would just start running. And then the first, after the first time it happened, uh, one of the organizers got on the microphone and was like, hey guys, I don't know what you thought that was, but it wasn't anything. I don't know why people are running. Everything is fine and safe. And, you know, he like had this spiel that was supposed to make us feel comfortable. And then it fucking happened again. And like Lexi mentioned, it happened Saturday. And like after Saturday, um, we just left. Like we were done. Like we had already been there the amount of time we wanted to. And it's not fun to always feel like you got to be on the defense. And so we were just all done with Saturday but all the like Sunday was amazing and before the stampedes we were having a blast <laughs> I was excited to see Uzi and um we got to see Carisha of City Girls <laughs> we did get to see her um I got oh we got to see Young Thug and Gucci um Black Youngster um we saw Wiz, we saw Cardi, we saw Parts Amigos and Travis, we saw, they kept trying to force DMX on us. Trippy Ray, he was pretty fun. Lil Pump was there. It was a lot of acts. Like, this was a very loaded, oh, Lil Nas X came out and did his rodeo joint. Was Billy Bob Cyrus there too? Yes, yes, Billy, Billy Cyrus Ray. That's Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is okay. Yeah. Yes, he was there. It was lit. It was, it was a really a good festival. Like Gucci had the crowd packed out. Meek Mill surprised us. Meek Luther King showed up. Um, <laughs> who else? Like I'm really like every day. I'm like, oh yeah, they were there. Oh yeah, they were there. Like. Lil Wayne did not come out. Lil Wayne definitely beefed about that. We definitely so, beefed about that. And right. what, what was the backstory behind that, Sid? Can you enlighten us? They could yeah, so keep my nigga Wheezy down. Right. So Kodak Black was arrested. Um, but I mean, that's just like, it's Saturday, right? It was a normal ass day. He's always getting arrested for doing dumb shit. And um, so Lil Wayne figured he should just turn around and not come because uh, he did not want them searching his tour bus. You know, and there were tweets on Twitter uh, <laughs> saying how Rolling Loud just set up artists because it's like, obviously, they gonna, we're going to come through with our packs. Um, I don't know how large our packs were, but the festival is called Rolling Loud. So I'm assuming people will have weed. Uh, and when you're rich, I assume you have a good load of weed to get you and your people straight. And um, they did not want to deal with being searched. So they said, all done. No, thank you. <laughs> and which we were really disappointed because we wanted to see Wayne, but yeah. Yeah, I have already just committed to being the old lady at all the Lil Wayne con concerts for the rest of my life. So I was very disappointed with that. But Gucci was an amazing restoration of that feeling. The next day we got uh, Gucci LaFleur um, with his wonderful wife, Keisha, because they celebrate an anniversary. It's Gucci and Keisha's anniversary. They The Wopsters. So that was Aww. pretty fun. Yeah, I know. Um, and my only other beef with the show 
and all my ladies will agree is that y'all put too many ladies early in the day Megan the Stallion should have been later in the day Young and May should have been later in the day um even City Girls well Young Miami should have been later in the day you know so it's like that shit pissed me off because y'all had me running to the stadium at two o'clock in the afternoon so I didn't miss them you know what I'm saying so that was a beef but other than that, it was a wonderful, well-planned, well-executed, well-orchestrated trip. So shout out to Rolling Loud. Bruh, shout out to Rolling Loud. Uh, so also let us know if you have been to any music festivals or if there are any music festivals that you would suggest to us because Lexi and I have already been chatting about one next year. So let us know if there's another one that we should add to our list in between that. Cause um, we had a blast and uh, yeah, I just need to find more comfortable combat boots and I'll be straight. <laughs> and I got, maybe just get some in- extra insoles, right? Get some there real ones. Join host Gene Marks in our Paychecks Business Series podcast as he talks with real business owners and experts about real issues, including business innovation, navigating the road to recovery, and finding ways to thrive in the future. From politicians to marketing gurus and social media experts, we've got great guests such as Rich Rowell, Vice President of Small Business at Facebook, Meredith Schmidt, Executive Vice President, General Manager of Salesforce Essentials, and SMB at Salesforce, former 2020 Democratic Presidential Candidate Andrew Yang, and more. Listen and subscribe at paychecks.com slash business series. And then boom, I'm ready. See, already ready. Okay, so in today's chronicles of when a pick me goes wrong, we need to discuss the this soap opera that is becoming Aisha Curry. Like I feel like she's Overconstructed her persona and to be like this perfect, wholesome Jesus, Jesus wife with you know clone kids, and now like reality is kind of setting in in the way that I don't think she was that she did her marketing for, you know. So, what's going on with that? Sid? And there's more new developments with her lately, too, right? So <laughs> Multiple things happened. Black Twitter uh, just blew up. The first quote that seems to really stick with people was Aisha Curry was blaming the hoes. Aisha Curry mentioned the groupies that surround Steph Curry, her obviously super talented, super wealthy husband. And Aisha Curry mentioned that she hates the hoes. Like she's irritated with the hoes. And I mean, that's understandable. I under, I would understand, you know, my husband, why my husband's groupies would irritate me. Uh, but the other thing that really set this shit on fire <laughs> was that she mentioned she missed having attention from men or she desired having attention from men because her husband receives attention from women so much. And I understand that. I understand wanting to receive attention or wanting to feel sexy. However, I feel like this is uh, a conversation for her and Steph. And, you know, she just needs to do something to make her little feel a little, you know, a little risque, you know, put a tongue out, twerk, make a porno. I, not that she needs the money, but just a little zest it up, you know, let them know what you're working with. <laughs> I don't know how we got from insecure to porno, but. Bloop, there we are. And at this point, 
so okay several things so she just it just hit the news like in the last day or so that she had a botched boob job and that she would like her postpartum depression of having kids and she's had you know three kids like in a reasonably short amount of time so there's been you know her body has been a of a tunnel of life she's created a new life with this body and she went and got you know wanted to restore her her breast and the job came out way worse than what she you know than what she was going in for and so it's just like like I feel sorry for her because what she's looking for and what she's putting out into the universe isn't what she needs to hear so it's like my first thing is for one Aisha men are not your target audience like she's built her career off of connecting with moms and being a housewife and and being visibly married and promoting the wholesomeness and respect of her marriage and this respectability lifestyle so the men that would violate that and give you attention are not the type of men that you really want in your life and it's like you gotta i'm mad with steph because it's like bruh you gotta shut that groupie attention down like the same way you defend on the court for this little eyes orange ball you need to treat your wife the same way she needs to feel like game seven you know what i mean of the motherfucking playoffs every day like get these holes away from me block holes uh, 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 not at my house or whatever basketball strategies y'all learn apply that to these holes because what she's saying is you receive this attention it's not them throwing it, it's you're receiving it. And she's not receiving that same kind of attention. And the type of attention that nigga's gonna give her, bruh, I'm telling you right now, Steph, you not fucking your wife like these dog niggas gonna <laughs> fuck your wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got enough experience, you too light-skinned, you still look like you 13. You not finna bust her down like dog niggas are. So I just want her to like really get that they need to get their relationship really tied up together. What yeah, do you think, Seth? You know, I did not know that about the boob job. I mean, that's totally fine. I understand why any woman would want to do that after having all these damn kids. However, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's very easy. <laughs> Once you're just mom and wife, it's very easy to forget about who you are. So in real life, you're right. No porno. My bad. That's a bad idea. I was so all for it a couple of days ago. You were there, Lexi. But now I'm, no. Aisha, just hit us up. We'll come through. Um, we could turn out SF or Miami or LA or, you know, wherever you want to go, girl. We'll meet you. Just let us know. And we can have a good time. And you just, we need to do something that, like, reminds us who we are. Get, you know, have a good time. Get comfortable with yourself. Reaffirm yourself. You need a good weekend with your girls. Um... We do not know you, however. That's not going to stop us from making sure you feel awesome. Yeah, because we make everyone feel awesome. That's why we're called the catnips. You know, when we enter a room or the whatever, the vibe, like, bitch, we are the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So, like, let us right. come through. Because you out. need people around you that's like, girl, fuck them niggas. You a badass bitch. You make kids, okay? You can go to school all you want to, but if you can't, you you made a child. That's a whole different level of badassery. You know, you built your own empire. You did this. You are this. You are that. Instead of feeling like you're not any of those things or looking at what the type of things that other people are getting and feeling like you don't have your own substantial life. Like, and that's what we mean about constructing. Like, construct that inner love for yourself, that inner communication, that 
inner I me, you know? Yes, Lexi, I agree. Um, and I just want to say that um, self-care is active. This is a really good reminder. And it doesn't matter how much money you have, who you are, you have to do this active self-care work. It has to be intentional. It can't be like, oh yeah, you know, I go get a pedicure once every two months, you know what I'm saying? And I go out. It's like, you. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm reaffirming who I am with myself. I'm voicing, I'm saying my confidence. Like all, this, all these things are active steps that we have to do for self-care. It doesn't matter who you are. And you do need that supportive team. You have to have, you have to construct what you want your support team to look like and how you want to receive that support. So hit a bitch up, Aisha. And you also have to construct core values within yourself that you're gonna stand on. You have to have that inner boundary of yourself of what you are going to tolerate and what you won't. And it's like, you gotta you gotta hold yourself accountable even for that. Cause you wouldn't let no stranger walk up to you and tell you you ugly ass bitch. But do you tell yourself how beautiful you are every day? So, and speaking of that, I have a real beef in life with people who don't receive compliments well. (laughs) Because I myself, I do, yes, because I'm a hairstylist. And I'm super friendly. I'm a catnip. So I can go anywhere and be like, oh, my God, your hair looks so good. Or, oh, you smell great or or whatever. I have no problem, like, giving compliments. But I, the only thing I really want to hear is thank you. And you really don't even have to say that. You can just smile and be like, <laughs> I know. Because you've been around you longer than I have. You know what I mean? But what I, I really get tired of is people deflecting compliments. So if I like we shrink ourselves, so I'd be like, damn, girl, your hair looks so good. And you'd be like, girl, it's dirty. I need to um, I need to my ends broke off. I need to do this. You'd be like, I don't give a fuck about all that. Like in the truth of the matter, I don't really care about all of that. Like I was just (laughs) I didn't want to hear any of it. And so what I find myself doing is telling people to just say thank you. Right. You know what? I, I honestly feel like it was it's patriarchy. I feel like we learn, society teaches us that no one wants a super confident woman. No one wants a woman who, you know, thinks she got it going on or whatever. So we always try to humble ourselves. So if someone's like, oh, girl, you look good. You're like, oh, no, no, me. Oh, no, Lord, I don't look good. I got this. You know, I was someone threw up on me I don't know I'm disgusting like don't look at me but I feel like it's something it's part of the our conditioning and um black women need to be more cocky they're, they're trying to have these black features so I mean and I live in LA so I don't see a lot of black people where I where I am but I just feel like I know everyone wants to be wants to be black so um I kind of have I carry that as a confidence tool also but again it is um active work looking but yeah i go back and i think it's our conditioning that makes us that way a compliment should not be so foreign that you have to remind people of how imperfect you are as a response when someone tells you something nice that they notice or recognize with you you shut your own self up first and just say thank you and allow people to love you, even in recognizing things that you probably already know about yourself. 
Because trust me, what other people think, you are 10 times bigger in other people's mind than you are on your own. That's so true. So, I feel like it's an part of, like, imposter syndrome. Like, not feeling like, like, what people think you are. Like, feeling like an imposter. Like, you're not whole. And it's like, you have to go through and really condition yourself with that inner structure of, like, this is how I'm going to feel about myself. This is how I'm going to think of myself. This is how I'm going to treat myself and build that mental muscle, build up that mental bandwidth of how you think about yourself and how you interact with yourself. Because there's no way that a stranger should be able to open up all of your dirty laundry with a compliment. That means these are things that are constantly going over in your mind when you think about whatever it is that they're complimenting you on. So start feeding yourself real shit. And it's okay if your hair is dirty. It can be dirty and cute. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a fine-ass dress from Goodwill. You can have dope-ass shoes from Payless. Your worth is not associated with external perfection. Because perfection ain't real. You're already as perfect as you're going to get. So, when somebody tells you something nice, just say thank you. Practice that today. Back to you, Sid. I think that's really good. And we have to start constructing a positive inner thought. We need that because, like Lexi said, a stranger giving you a compliment should not be the first time you've heard something like that. You should be telling yourself like this, yourself stuff like this all the time. It shouldn't be so like, oh, well, what, where did that come from? Like, you should be already constructing and having that inner thought and being like, you know what? I thought so, too. Thank you. So the compliment is more of a um, just reaffirming what you already knew. Pretty much. Exactly. So. Exactly. And you know what? You have to um, you have to see things that you want. So you need to have notes and, again, that act of work and. Um, vision boarding is also a really dope thing to do. Yeah, because what vision boarding does is it creates, like, it's super easy. You take images that you see from magazines or you found online. You could do it through Pinterest boards or whatever. But it's just a collection of goals or thoughts or things that you want to do with your life. And it's something for you to help you focus in on. So, when you let's say you want to get rid of student loan debt and you you make a phrase debt free in in 2900 because that's when everybody else is getting their shit done but um or whatever the case you want to buy a house you want to do this it, it's your place where you get to look back on your dreams um so i would also apply it to how you feel about yourself like a daily vision board of just things that you want to see up uh, that you want to see in your life you know so be creative about how you love yourself. Like every day, find a new way to love yourself because it's going to be easy for these fuck boys to scam you if they feel like you fall for any of the, if you fall for every trick, you know? So it's like a, a man can't come up to you and just have nothing but sweet nothings and whispering all up in your ear with bullshit. And you be like, oh, I ain't never heard that before. I ain't never felt like that. That shouldn't move you. Bitch, you know you gorgeous. Bitch, you know you got two legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let him swindle you with little stuff. Power yourself up first. Power yourself up first. Date yourself. All right, speaking of that, I want to 
I want to tell you guys a story. I have a listener letter. Um, one of my our wonderful podcast supporters brought this situation to me and it's been kind of going, because I feel like I've been saying the word boundary like every day for the last like week and a half at least, right? Like boundary, 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 boundary. It's such a strong word in my space right now. And so <sighs> we all do this. I'm, I know so many people that are guilty of this, including myself. So girl meets guy on dating app. Cool. It's 2019. We doing shit like that. Call it a day. He wants to meet up on the first day. This is his idea. So they go have this great conversation. They it's in, instant connection, instant interaction. Woo, 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 woo. Have a great time. Enjoy the communication. He has an emotional intelligence. He's asking you what your love languages mm-hmm. is and, you know, what's your MBTI um, algorithm and your Instagram page and shit like that. Super open. He even comes highly recommended by mutual friends, right? He initiates interesting dates. However, there are some glaring red flags, right? And everybody has room to grow, but you will understand why this is a red flag in just a few minutes. Red flags are you still live at home with the parents, regardless if that's on purpose or you are taking care of somebody. You're a young man living with your parents. Um, You have a freelance job in photography but you're not externally confident in the way to promote it just yet, okay? And um, and you moving fast because you initiate a hella dates in a very short amount of time, which means you're really not that busy and you really need some attention and some company. Cool. <laughs> so you initiate this really dope date to the drive-in movies to watch dope shit like little you know what I mean like you low you playing a lot of good cards you know what I mean yeah. like you working with a you know a, a handful of hearts they ain't spades but they a good heart you know what I mean like a high king you know what I mean so now he's trying to push the boundaries i.e. boundaries i.e. boundaries i.e. boundaries big word of the day so he takes you to go see little at the drive-in but it's a late night little it's not a midday little or a planned out little. It's a surprise little, right? And you love the movie because little was dope. We just got through talking about how much we love little. So shout out to Marcy and Issa and Regina, Hall, and Regina Hall. We love y'all. But after the movie is late. So you say, can I spend the night on the couch? Because let's not forget he lived with his parents. Right. And so... Instead of just saying no, instead of honoring the couch request, you invite him to your bedroom. And this is like from Sunday to maybe like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Okay. So a midweek meetup and, oh, it's late Mm -hmm. type deal, right? So not that is repeated every day after that. Now y'all in the bed every night. And by day seven, y'all fucking. And I had to have an honest conversation. Like, it's several things that we got to do to get ourselves 
back into the game. It's so many, it's things that single people have to have. It's certain boundaries that we have to establish while we're single that we have to honor when meeting and dating new people. And I don't know, and I don't care how you construct yours. I need you to construct ones that you can commit to. And so what were you saying about, I want you to repeat that part. So it's really important to know when it's this special thing, it's coming, they're super flexible. They are not asking you to do anything different than what you usually do. Um, They're considerate versus, you know, I'm bored, I'm lonely. I would like someone in my bed. I wish I had a boo. You know, I ain't doing shit. I guess, you know, I've done my laundry for the day. Yeah, you can come through. Why not? Um, It's really important to know the difference between the two. So, yes. One, understand how you want to interact with people. Two, decide for yourself how soon you are going to have sex. Because let me be honest with you. If they present in dick, they're ready whenever you are. (laughs) so that could be yesterday and that can be 10 years from now they're ready whenever you are but I think as women like as as a man is courted or like as he is exciting or as he's well received we start um compromising with ourselves where we're typically like I don't like to sleep with people this soon this isn't typically what I want to do but now you still talking to yourself now but he fine and he this and I saw them gray sweatpants and he got a good job and he ain't got no baby. So I should be okay. But you're having this conversation with yourself. You told yourself up front, I don't like to have sex this soon. And then you finish telling yourself, but we're going to do this shit anyway. So it's like create boundaries that you can commit to. Um, and that includes sex. That includes whether you're going to have a layup house. Because sis, if he ain't got no place of his own, your house is the right. designated fuck spot. Unless he just hoteling it down or Airbnb in it down. Or nine times out of ten, it's going to be homeboy in it down. You know what I mean? Like, he needs to have, he needs to provide a place to fuck. Okay? And, like, other stuff like your schedule. If you know you got to stay up studying three nights a week, why are you compromising your commitments to your education for a new relationship? Let him get in where he fits in. Don't keep making all of this space for him. Don't readjust your internal construction for the newness of a relationship. Because dating is fun and interesting, and it's fucking consuming. It's time consuming. It take up your money. You got to wash your body more. You got to do your laundry more. You doing your hair more. You you got your chemistry is changing. Y'all eating differently. Like, it's consuming. So establish and stick and commit to your life before before allowing what could only possibly be just a distraction to come and fuck up what right. you got. You really do have to stay focused on the prize. Um, you have to because if you just let anyone come and they're just giving you sweet nothings and that's pretty much it. Well, so we already knew we was bad, right? He came through, was telling... Oh my good! Oh my goodness! You're amazing! You're beautiful! I've just never met anyone like you before. Blah blah blah. But we already knew all this, right? So what he's saying, his addition, whatever he's bringing to the table, because his words are the only thing he's bringing to the table. It's not stable enough. It's not. 
it's, it's not enough to get you off the path that you still need to stay on for your success, for your growth. It's not, nothing will ever be big enough. And if it is compromising, if he's not okay yeah. with you sticking with your plans to grow yourself, to better yourself, then we might as well cut the strings now. Um, to quote JT, all of these niggas fake. Ain't none of these niggas real. So don't let a nigga fuck. Just let him touch it a little. So what that means, let me translate that, is operate under the premise that niggas ain't shit until proven otherwise. You determine their access to your life. So stop arguing with yourself. Stop compromising with yourself. Stop compromising your own values. And baby girl, stop fucking overgiving. If a nigga asks for a couch, you get the option to say no. You don't up the ante by saying you get the bed and you get the panties and you get the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if all they asked for was like a cup of coffee, get they ass that dry ass black coffee until they ask for cream. Like, people have to be able to communicate their needs. You cannot be so empathetic and loving and giving that you just pour out over the top up front because they are going to get used to that. And shortly thereafter, you mad because you overworked and they overspoiled. Or are you mad that you overgave and they honored their boundaries and said, I don't want a committed relationship? And you like, but bitch, I've been doing this and I've been doing that and blah, 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 blah. When really, sis, you was overdoing it. He ain't deserve none of that he shit. He didn't deserve it. Off rip. Niggas getting triscuits nothing. in 2019. I yeah. ain't got time for it. Like They got to do a trick. They got to do something else. Flip. So... I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face, until I'm blue face. When he there, blue face was at rolling loud, ha. So construct meaningful boundaries. Construct meaningful boundaries. Construct meaningful boundaries. Don't be like Chili from TLC. Don't have that obnoxious 80-point list that you so hell-bent on that you end up lonely by yourself. And I ain't saying lonely with a bunch of cats because, bitch, cats are the truth. You don't deserve them hoes, okay? But definitely create, construct, stand by, honor meaningful boundaries, especially over dick. Please, please, because if you construct these boundaries moving forward, there anything that conflicts with them, you already know. Well, I have these boundaries for a reason. The last time this happened, it ain't go right. And it made me create these boundaries. It already, it's already there. It's a prescribed list of everything you need. Um, so please do that for yourself. No one else can do this for you. And nobody's going to honor them better than you do. Right. Right. So please construct those boundaries with these niggas, um, casually, formally, anybody, anybody you have any relationships with, people at work, please have these established boundaries so that they don't have you fucked up. And so that when they do have you fucked up, like you already have the language for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it for And like create, con like com we talk a lot about communication in our last episode. And so it can, this is about your internal communication with yourself and finding the right words to preserve the best parts of your life. You know what I mean? It's not to have you all closed off. And it's 
it it allows you to have a starting place for conflict resolution. If you never have any boundaries and you somehow feel like they violated them, how can you tell them you violated my boundaries? You know what I mean? So it gives you the starting conflict, the starting place for your conflict resolution. It gives you the place to say, you know what? This doesn't work for me. What else can I do with my life? Where you could either compromise or you could um you could just fucking say no. Or you could say yes. You get those types of options, but you gotta have a starting point for how you resolve things and how you address things and how you do things. Because people are going to always need something from you, especially if you're a bad bitch. So just stay focused on you, sis. Okay, so thank you, ladies. Thank you, gentlemen. Let's just stay focused. Thank you, Rolling Loud, for giving us such a great weekend. We want to send a special um, shout-out to Sweet Cheeks Bit for chilling with some cool-ass players all weekend. And um, we need to make sure that y'all are following us online because we have the most hilarious Insta stories. Um, Follow us at The Catnips with a Z as in You can listen to our podcast all the time, anytime, every time on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher Podcasts, on um, SoundCloud. And you can always check us out on our website, catnipspodcast.com. Yes. Thank you for rocking with us. Another episode. Please do hit us up on our Instagram and Facebook. We love hearing from you in our polls and in our questions. Thank you so much for our viewers who are writing in and be always let to share your stories. Please send in your stories to us that you want to share. Meow. Meow. And we'll see you later. Bye, y'all. <laughs>